Our guest in this hour is executive editor of Blue Nation Review. Jimmy Williams is an MSNBC political contributor. He writes for usnews.com and jimmyspolitics.com. He spent more than six years as a staffer in the U.S. Senate, including nearly five years with Senate Majority Whip Dick Durbin, rising from an unpaid intern. Good, he got money finally, right, to senior economic policy advisor. (laughs) Also the majority staff director of the Senate Banking Subcommittee on Economic Policy. More than a pleasure to have Jimmy Williams with us this afternoon. Uh, Hey, Jimmy, I'm a fan. I used to write uh, for uh, U.S. News and World Report or usnews.com for five years. And I used to actually be on on MSNBC before Roger Ailes offered to pay me, which MSNBC would not. So uh, (laughs) people will ask me as a liberal, why did you pick Fox? I'm like, well, a few reasons. One, they asked. Two, like getting paid. Three, they're number one. Sorry, sorry. Uh, Did I do that? (laughs) Anyway. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) <laughs> Jimmy, good, good, good to have you. I am a fan and glad to um, have you with us. Um, you, yeah, uh, I'm glad to be here. You wrote a piece about um, the quote, and I put big quotes, scandal. Um, uh, Hillary Clinton, uh, the the email hacks. Uh, you, you, you talk about that. How much of a farce this overreach by the GOP, you know, has become. I, I I think they're actually going to subpoena her granddaughter at this point. Am I right? Yes, or, they will. And, yes. and they will actually put the subpoena for the time she was in utero. <laughs> yeah, so basically, you know, this is this is, and it, by the way, it's not just the GOP; it's the media, and by the way, it's the liberal media. The liberal media has bought into this. They somehow, some way, it's like some Harry Potter thing, right? Where in Harry Potter. They give them the truth serum. You know, Professor Stan Bacon gives them the truth serum. But it's the wrong thing because it's not making them speak the truth. They just drink the Kool-Aid. That's the problem here. So I don't necessarily blame the GOP because I expect that from the GOP. I expect that from Dan Burden. I'm sorry, Trey Gowdy. I expect that from Chuck Grassley. I mean, uh, Fred Thompson. What I'm saying here is I don't expect (laughs) it at all under any circumstances from people in the media that should know better than to, than to swallow whole the drivel coming from the Republicans. And that's what they've done here. You know, I'm, I want her to run. I want her to be our next president, and not just because she has a vagina, although that would be nice for me who has one yes. as well. But I have, right. to, I have to say that if she tomorrow, and you know this, and even though they all lie about it, were to say, um, yeah, I'll, I'll get back to you about the subpoena, but I'm not running and made a formal announcement she wasn't running, this would disappear. We wouldn't hear the word Benghazi. We wouldn't hear the word server, except in a restaurant with waitstaff. We wouldn't hear uh, about emails ever again, would we? No, you wouldn't. And the reason you wouldn't is because her last name is Clinton. And, the, and, and, and this is simple. If her last name were Roosevelt or Marshall or Williams, then no one would care. But because her last name is Clinton, they care. And they only care because, in the mindset, this is payback for bull. And, and I'm not, I have lots of Republican friends. Please, listeners, don't get mad at me. But I do have lots of friends. I don't judge my friends because of their politics. I judge them by their hearts. They're stupid enough to vote for Republicans. I can't help that. But these, I have a lot of friends. You know they say to me? This is the cause of Bork, and this is the cause of Nixon. It's still 1974, the 1980s, and here we are, the Republicans still, to this day, hate the Clintons. Every they hate Chelsea, and she's a good person. It doesn't matter what they do, if it's good, bad, ugly, evil, or they even sleep. They're going to see, find fault in it and find something wrong in it. And the last time I checked, Leslie, the 
1993 through year 2000 was the best economic prosperity in the history of the United States. Money was flowing and we were safe. It was a peaceful time. Jimmy, hang tight. Quick break. We'll be back. Follow Jimmy on Twitter at Jimmy's Politics, J-I-M-M-Y-S Politics. The website for Blue Nation Review is BlueNationReview.com. And Jimmy has his own website, Jimmy'sPolitics.com. Right back. Welcome, welcome back. So is Jimmy Williams, executive editor of Blue Nation Review, also an MSNBC political contributor who writes for usnews.com and jimmyspolitics.com. Check it out. Uh, Jimmy, a lot of people have said uh, things today, and, and one that I was reading was the defense by the Department of Justice, uh, the d- defense of uh, former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton from this email subpoena. They call the motion um, a, quote, unnecessary and inappropriate uh, under under the uh, FIOA, the Freedom of Information Act. Um, Does that seem to be what people outside the DOJ uh, with regard to justice, uh, legality, and uh, protocol believe as well? You know, I've not had a conversation with those folks. What I can say is this. I mean, as you said in your intro of me, I worked in the Senate for for a long time, and I, I... firmly believe, and I, and, I, and I say this, and this is a double-edged sword, Leslie, I firmly believe in the Congress's ability to have oversight over the executive branch. That is a fact of life, and I like that. And by the way, when we were in the control, we did a lot of that when it came to George W. Bush, although not enough. But the Congress has the right to call anybody they want, and they have the right to call Hillary Clinton and ask for those emails, by the way. Now, the question becomes, is is there a double standard? And by the way, keep in mind, Trey Gowdy is asking for this all in the name of Benghazi. The only jurisdiction he has is over Benghazi. He has no jurisdiction over anything else that Hillary Clinton did while she was the Secretary of the State. Of State. And so what he's asking for by, by subpoena, whom out of the emails and other staffers, is for a huge amount of information that has, he's casting a massive net. And what he's trying to do is, is, to, is to do what they did in the 1990s, which is take something called Whitewater, a.k.a. Benghazi, cast a massive net and hope and pray like hell they find a ton of other stuff. That is within their right as the Congress, but it is not within Trey Gowdy's right because his, his, his select committee on Benghazi is only supposed to look at Benghazi. But that didn't stop Dan Burton, and that did not stop Fred Thompson back in the 1990s from doing what they did. And what did they get out of that? They got out of that Monica Lewinsky, and they impeached Bill Clinton because of that. And that's, and the, and that's what they're work. hoping, right? I mean, to, to that me, is exactly what they want. Uh, yeah, yeah, but to, to me, Jimmy, one, these are smart you know, people. Uh, two, um, you learn your lessons because you don't want history to repeat itself. Three, when you just look at her travel schedule alone, you yep. know she's not going to send an email to leaders in Pakistan, et cetera, when she has FaceTime. I mean, she has FaceTime, and maybe she follows that up with a phone call. Even former President Clinton said he only had sent, uh, you know, two emails. I think what gets some people angry, especially on the left, whether they like Hillary or not, is the demand of turning over personal emails. Correct. That's uh, be- right. Because even though you work for the federal government, even if you're the president, you are allowed and entitled to have a personal life. We as taxpayers aren't privy to everything that's personal. They, and we I wrote do, we do have privacy law, uh, privacy act in place. That's exactly right. And I wrote about this, and I said that her, her personal emails are none of your damn business. And by the way, they're none of our damn business. And the reason they're not is because it's a personal email. Okay? And, and, and here, by the way, 
This is what just chaps my rear end to no end, and that is that the double... Is, is that a prettier way of saying chaps my hod? <laughs> that's exactly what that is. I'm just trying to be polite to your, to your nice listeners. But I, and I'm from the South, and so we have to you know, make it sound fanciful. But, but I, just, I just cannot stand this double standard. When Mitt Romney left the governorship of Massachusetts, not only did he destroy his emails, Leslie, he destroyed the computers, the very hard drives that every one of those emails was on. He bought them from the, from the Commonwealth and then destroyed them and then ran for president, and nobody said a word. Nobody gave a damn. Scott Walker, during his time, currently, as the governor of Wisconsin, has always used, always used a private email, and no one is asking him for those emails. Rick Perry, the longest-serving governor in the history of the entire galaxy, did the exact same thing, and no one is asking for his email. Jeb Bush, the same exact thing. In fact, Jeb Bush, has, it took him seven years to release his emails. He finally released the last batch, we think, in June of 2014. And that's, that's a violation of, of, of Florida law. And he had his own server and his own private email. And he's only released 10% of the emails. Why? Because he chose not to release, he personally chose not to release the other 90% of his emails. So what we know is, is that all these... And we also know that when Mitt Romney, Mother Jones reported when he was governor of Massachusetts, Romney used personal email, and his staff destroyed hard drives when they left office, when he left office. Exactly. That's exactly it. So why is it that a bunch of men, Republican men, by the way, all white men, why is it that they get to be held to a different standard? Now, people will say, people on the right are saying to me, or people in in the media are saying, well, they were governors. And my response is, I don't care if they were the dog catcher. The dog catcher can run for president. And if Hillary Clinton is supposed to be transparent when she's running for for president, then by God, why can't the dog catcher and Mitt Romney and everybody else be transparent if they're running for president? And and, and the other thing is, it's not like when they say this, because some people might say, I hear you, because I get in arguments with people off air, of course, that will say, well, you know, she she may run for president. I'm like, so may George, you know, Jeb Bush, excuse me, Scott Walker, um, you know, and uh, you know Perry. I mean, the list goes on. And uh, you know, this is not being required in the scrutiny of them. And they're like, well, they weren't Secretary of State. I'm like, okay, but right now, and and this is about Benghazi, right? My my left one, right? This, this is not about Benghazi. We know that. If this truly were about Benghazi, despite the fact that how many committees bipartisan and otherwise have we had now that show there's no there there there's no smoking gun uh in the hand of hillary rodham clinton she did not kill and is not responsible for the death of ambassador stevens and the other embassy workers but bottom line is they don't really even need her server because they haven't exhausted all their efforts with the state department server or with the server in the federal government and every branch of the federal government Hell, they can That's even, right. you know, they can even call up the, you know, the UK and they can say, hey, we want all of the emails you have from Hillary Clinton. I bet you they're going to go, oh, we deleted them. <laughs> you know, but, but right. you know, right. you know what I'm saying? All the correspondence. And once they've gone through all the correspondence, if they then said prior to, during and after Benghazi, we are missing these seven weeks of emails and specifically subpoena those seven weeks from the server and not the personal emails but only the ones regarding government business, I would be more, not okay 100%, but I would be more comfortable with that 
And then I would be like, okay, well, to me, it's like if you're going to say it's about Benghazi, you have a way to be to make it believable. And, and see, to me, I don't even think they want the damn emails. They just want to drag out the fight about the emails. Because if That's they get the right. emails, they know there's nothing in them. She's not dumb enough. She's just not dumb enough. She wanted to be president before. She knew prior to accepting the position of Secretary of State that she was going to run again. That was part of the reason I think she you know, accepted the deal and only worked for President Obama for the first term. She knew what was coming. The Clintons know how to win. They also know how to win, lose, and come back and win again when you look at his gubernatorial position in Arkansas in the past. This is not a woman who's going to put anything, A, top secret, or B, that's going to be damning of her. Having said that, I want to know from you. Do you think, because I do, I don't think it's just about the principle. It reminds me of that movie, The Contender, I always say, with uh, Joan Allen. I don't right. just think it's about the princi- just about the principle for Hillary, although I do think that is a lot of it. I think there may be things in there that she's fearful will be leaked, whether it's talking to a girlfriend about Bill or his eye roaming again, or um, whether it's a health issue. And I say that because, you know, with her age and her gender, you know, they're, they're going to just, you know, try and crucify her as they're doing with this. Um, you know, we have such an area of transparency. I get it. I wouldn't trust Secret Service, FBI, you know, seriously, unless the Lord himself were going through the emails, I just I just don't know that anybody is trustworthy. Almost everybody can be bought, and leaks come from almost everywhere these days. There's a, I, there's a very simple way to get around what you're talking about, and, 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 and everybody that's listening has at some point done a Google search, right? Yep. And if they've done a Google search, and let's say you want to do a Google search of Hillary Clinton, so you put into Google Hillary Clinton, you're going to get a lot of stuff, right? Okay. Yep. Now, if you want to do a Google search that says Hillary Clinton, comma, Benghazi, you're going to get less stuff, right? Right. Because you just narrowed the field, because that's how Google works. All Trey Gowdy has to do is say, I want every single email that has the words Hillary Clinton and Benghazi in it, and I don't want anything else. That's all he's got to do. And then guess what? Then he has a credible platform to stand on. True. Second thing. Remember, he went on national TV. He went on Fox. He did CNN. He's done, he done Morning Joe. He went on and he said, that picture of Hillary Clinton when she's wearing her sunglasses and she's doing her, 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 uh, her Blackberry, we don't have the records for that. There's a reason why. Do you know what that is? It is that picture was taken a year before Benghazi happened. Benghazi was September 2012. That picture was taken in 2011. What idiot? Seriously. Now, this is the problem. For the details matter. They actually matter when it comes to destroying a woman who is qualified to be president, whose time is ready to be president, and all they want to do is destroy her because they couldn't destroy her husband. That's what this is about. Details matter. If Trey Gowdy and just and, 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 and you know what? And else, sorry to interrupt you, Jimmy, but you know what? And when yeah. you mentioned former President Clinton, if he would have run today, he'd win. Oh, he'd win with 80%. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. I know a lot of my Republican friends will say, hey, I got I don't like Hillary, but man, the idea. But you will not find them say I have so many Republicans that don't like her, but won't stay home because they believe in the process. And depending on who's on the other side and looking at the slim pickings will not say to my face, I won't vote for her. They they have the possibility open because sorry, folks, but you do get her husband whispering in her ear. At, at night, period. I mean, that's a reality. 
that aside, yes. that aside, they look at her, many Republicans, um, against who, you know, the potential field is, the potential field is a joke. And this is, is this why, do you think it's just because she's a she and she's a Clinton or do you think also it is because she clearly is going to get the Democratic nomination? She clearly has no, at this point, uh, real opposition or competition in the field. And the polling is showing she's 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 going to right now, it would show that she would win the general election against any of these guys. I think it's D, which is all the above. I think it's I think it's first that she's a plan. I think it's secondly that she's a woman. And then I think it's because they realize that she's got, you know, for all intents and purposes, a clear um, a path to the nomination. And, and honestly, if you look at the electoral map, a clear path to, the, to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, a.k.a. the White House. But there's something interesting here. When that is, take, you talk about Republicans who would say they would, they would cross over and vote for him, but not for her. I don't care so much about what Republicans think about her, per se, because they're not going to vote for her. What I do care about is independent women, because independent women decide every election, right? Because women have the most power in this country, which is the little-known secret that no one knows, except for women. And, and bottom line, take my mother down in South Carolina. My mother, she's pro, like, you know, uh, gay equality. Um, she likes women to be left alone, but she's a conservative woman. She's you know, in, her, in her early 70s, and she's in South Carolina, and she was raised conservative. Fine. She wants Hillary Clinton to be president of the United States so bad she can kill for it. Why? Because she thinks it's time for a woman to be president of the United States. And we're going to see. I think we're going to see that. We're going to see Republicans all leave their party. All across the country. All across the country. Yeah. You're going to see independent women say, give me Hillary. It's time a woman ran this damn country because from 1789 to now, men have been screwing it up. Let's let a woman do it. Yeah, and I, I agree with you, even if they don't like her. at the And also when you look at what they, the other choices, you know, clearly seem to be at this point. Let's take some calls on Line 5 in Florida. Feisty joining us. God, I love your name. How you doing? Good afternoon. Hi, Leslie. Hi. Here I am. Hey, how are you? Hey. What's your take on this, Feisty? My take on Hillary, I don't understand why she's conducting government business, business of the people, on a private server and private email. The people have a right to that information. But what information? Again, if it's information about her her yoga schedule, uh, Jimmy, can you talk about this? I got to tell you, Jimmy, so you understand me. I'm a technological moron. And when she first <laughs> said that she wanted to have one email address and one BlackBerry, I totally, I was like, I feel you, girl. I feel you. I, I totally do. And I knew my crew was laughing and nodding and shaking their heads going, they're interviewing Leslie. Because... Uh, to me, it's like keep it simple, stupid. You know what I mean? I, well, I just the answer. I, she is, doesn't work for Google. <laughs> right, right. She does not. But the answer is simple. Every single Secretary of State in the email modern age has used a private email at some point in time during their during their, during their tenure as Secretary of State. So if it was okay for them, why isn't it okay for her to conduct state business over personally? Yeah, I mean, you know, quite quite frankly, and this is not something former Secretary of State Colin Powell did this as well. Um, and by the way, guess how many Colin Powell's emails that we have today? Zero, not one. The right. State Department under George W. Bush did not save a single one of his emails. Not one. And by the way, I but think his name is not Clinton, and he does not have a right. vagina. Right, exactly. <laughs>
All right. Well, I, I love you. I want you to have you back on the show. I really do. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed you being with us. Jimmy Williams, executive editor of Blue Nation Review. Here's all the ways you can contact him. On Twitter, please follow him there at Jimmy's Politics. The website is BlueNationReview.com for Blue Nation. And Jimmy has a website, Jimmy'sPolitics.com, where you can see his pieces. Also at USNews.com and watch him on MSNBC as a political contributor. This is no ordinary sub shop. This is Firehouse Subs. Welcome to Firehouse. Tired of overpriced lunches that underdeliver on flavor? Head to Firehouse Subs, where for a limited time you can get a $4.99 choice sub. Choose from a medium smoked turkey, Virginia honey ham, or roast beef. They're custom-made hot subs at a price ready-made to make you smile. Just $4.99, only at Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations plus tax limited time offer prices may vary for delivery.